the Motherhood Anthology, we believe that education and community are pivotal to success. When you're missing one of the two, your success will be inhibited. This is why so much of what we've built at the Motherhood Anthology revolves around our online communities and education we provide to our members. We've seen so much success come out of our membership, but sometimes it takes hearing from an insider to trust the process works. Welcome to the Motherhood Anthology podcast, photography education for a business you love. My name is Kim Box, and I'm your host with the collaboration and help of my co-hosts and business partners at the Motherhood Anthology, Jenny Kruger and Allison Craig. Jessica Brown joins me today on the podcast to discuss the success of her photography business, Jessica Brown Photography. Jessica quit her career in middle school education to pursue her dream of owning and running a successful photography business. Pivoting from wedding photography to motherhood photography, Jessica has seen her revenue double over the past year, and she so graciously credits the Motherhood Anthology for helping her achieve this success. So now I present to you episode number 34 of the Motherhood Anthology podcast. Hello, Jessica. Hey, how are you? Good. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. We're just going to dive right in. So if you wouldn't mind, just introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Jessica Brown and I'm a photographer in central Arkansas. I live in, it's kind of a, I guess you would say a suburb of Little Rock, but most of my clients come from the Little Rock area. I've done photography professionally since 2016 started it the summer of 2016 while I was I was actually a teacher for nine years before doing my photography full-time and decided to make the jump full-time whenever we had our first son and so I've been shooting film for five years it'll be five years this summer and love doing it (laughs) Very cool. So many people that we talked to were teachers before they were full-time photographers. I don't know what that journey is, but I've talked to several people that, that make that leap. So what did you teach? I taught art for six years and then gifted and talented for three years. So were you, I guess you were an artist before a photographer? Yes. And bizarrely enough, whenever I was doing my undergrad work, Photography was the one class that I never took. (laughs) It started whenever I was entering my students' work in art shows. I swore the reason why they didn't get, I didn't get anything in the first year that I was teaching was because my camera wasn't good enough. And so I bought a Canon Rebel and I just kept upgrading until my husband finally said, We're spending a lot of money on your photography equipment. I think it's time to do something. You were shooting and had had a part-time business before you left teaching, right? Correct. Yes. I actually started whenever I was still, I, I, I guess it would have been two years. So 2016 to 2018, I was kind of doing it on the weekends. And then I was also teaching during the weekdays. And granted, I wasn't really doing any motherhood at that time. It was mostly seniors because I could draw from my high school because I was a teacher and I started out wanting to shoot weddings. Like I feel like everybody else Mm -hmm. does. Yeah. I switched my business over last year 
in 2022, I stopped taking any weddings. And now I strictly do motherhood, newborn families. And I'm kind of on the fence of seniors this year. So I don't know. (laughs) So I want to ask you first about photographing seniors for the people that you knew. How was that? Like, it's always kind of tough to, I think, start a business and have the people that you already know as clients. So how was that? (laughs) Well, it actually wasn't that bad because a lot of them had been my former students. Mm -hmm. So they were really comfortable in front of the camera with me. And I knew their parents and their parents trusted me, I guess. Okay. So it, it, it wasn't that hard. The hard part about senior photography that I found is you get a lot of the kids here doing photography kind of on the side. Right. So competing with their price point. Right. And as a film photographer, you know, it's your, you're out money on the film and on the processing and the whatnot. And so it's kind of hard to compete with some of the price points there. Right. Tell me about the transition to full-time photography and leaving your job. Was that a hard, was that a hard step? It was kind of daunting. I was really unsure about it because the main reason why I was getting out of teaching was to spend time with our son. We now have two sons, but was mm-hmm. to spend time with the the kids, but to be able to still maintain, you know, our lifestyle. And right. so it was kind of hard at first trying to figure out a happy medium and then also try to grow my business. I mean, you're going from a salary that you know that you're going to have to freelance where this month you may make more, this month you may make less. And so we had to kind of balance that out and just kind of making my own hours had that school schedule for over 20 years because Mm -hmm. I I went straight from high school to undergrad to grad school to teaching. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little bit strange at first, not having that eight to three or eight to three 30 schedule. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, working on my own, creating my own schedule kind of balancing everything out and growing my business in that because my business was only two years old at the time. And I was hustling basically any type of photography, which was difficult. And I found myself like I would leave sessions and I was like, oh, is this for me? Is it not? But when I made that switch last year, I felt like so confident in everything. Every time I I would leave a session, I loved it. I loved posting and I felt like everything made sense on my website, on my Instagram. I don't have to even tell people what I do. They can look Mm -hmm. at it and it's clear. And that was the problem I was having with dabbling in everything. It was like, where was my passion? I have no, I had no idea. Was it scary to stop booking weddings for you? Was that a big transition? Yes. Yes. And that was because, you know, we think of weddings, the price point of weddings, I had to figure out a way to, you know, still keep my goal of how much I wanted to make, Mm -hmm. but just shoot motherhood and newborns and families. And that's whenever I joined motherhood anthology. 
Yeah. And it helps so much. The Facebook group is just fantastic because I, I feel like I've really been asking a lot of questions these past few days. It was like, I could just search and find what everybody was doing because I didn't know a whole lot about selling albums and like putting it in, in boxes and making, I guess, even the final product that I send to my clients pretty and nice and something that they won't forget. And that's honestly where I got all of those ideas. And at the end of last year, when I was looking at how much I had made, what I had made actually doubled from the year before without shooting any weddings, which was kind of bizarre to me. But then I thought, I feel like I have a direction of where I'm going. Tell me what you, you think, what got you there? Like, can you, like, first of all, like, congratulations, because that's amazing. And I was a wedding photographer for, you know, a very long time. And so that is a lot of work. Like it's not a day in a party. It's, you know, everybody that's ever done it. Like it's, it's very stressful. And it's, it's like, you start worrying about it on Thursday, you shoot it on Saturday, you're on the couch on Sunday with the wedding flu. And, you know, so it's taxing. And so I, for me, like I spent like the last few years of doing it thinking, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And how am I, how am I ever going to replace my income? And so that's amazing that you, you say that your income doubled without booking weddings. So congratulations on that. So what do you think set you up for that? Like, tell me, tell us, like, what did you do? How did you change your business? Where did you start? Like, did you wipe your, like the weddings clean from your social media, your website? Did you start? I watch, with a- I watch everything clean from my website and this is going to sound really, it was like a weight had lifted off of me whenever I did that, um, honestly. And I started really focusing on posting my newborn sessions. And I shot a session last winter and I, it, it was just, it was a beautiful session. And I just kept posting, kept posting, kept posting from that. And then I also do milestone sessions. And a lot of my, clients have come from other clients. That's, I I found a lot of mine started coming from word of mouth, Mm -hmm. but I shot that one. It was a newborn session. It was in home and for just the sweetest family. And I ended up getting a couple of newborn sessions and they're actually from out of town. They're not from here. It just, it was like, it just started snowballing from that. Mm -hmm. And then also offering milestone sessions. I've gotten quite a few sessions from that as far as like repeat families. So it was, it's kind of funny because last year I did a pregnancy reveal session. It was the images for their pregnancy reveal. And then I shot their newborns last May. And then yesterday I actually shot his one year session So it's kind of fun to kind of see all that come full circle too. I feel like that has shown through on my Instagram, on my website and on my work, because I love seeing that. I love reconnecting with them. I like seeing their babies grow. And I just think that's, it's really special that we get to document that. Oh, absolutely. And so your milestones, is that your membership or baby plan? I did actually start membership this year. Okay. And I had it last year, but then I've several in the membership this year. 
that has been so much easier, I think, on everybody because we get busy, we forget, and it kind of keeps everybody on the same pace as far as they make sure that they have their one-year session and they're not coming to me at the last minute. But yes, I do a membership plan as well. So along with, uh, you said that you revenue doubled last year, did you raise prices? I did. Yes, I did. So when you say that you raised prices, was it significant? Yes. So was that scary for you? It was, it was. And my husband is a finance person. Mm-hmm. I'm the art person and he's the number cruncher. That's a and good combo. I, I know, right? Yes. And I even told him before we got into this full time, I said, now I'll take the pictures and you're going to do the business side of it because that's not fun to me. Mm-hmm. He was a little unsure. I got out of weddings because he was even like, are you sure, you know, you're not going to get <laughs> Because he saw it as kind of like what you were saying, you work one day, you get it all over. And I kept telling him, it's not that, that's Mm -hmm. not how it is. Mm -hmm. And so I think he was a little unsure at first too, whenever it went, came to, you're going to be photographing this one type of photography. But I think now he sees, because I, I kept trying to tell him it makes sense. Now you don't have to, you know, it's just there's a direction for where it's going. And I did a mentorship with a wedding photographer in Arkansas. And she also, she shoots film. And this was back in 2018. And when we did the mentorship, she was looking through our Instagram and she was like, what, what are you wanting? What are you wanting to photograph? And at the time, of course it was weddings, but I had seniors, I had families, I had all these things. And it was like, who, who am I speaking to? Who am I advertising to? in my photography. And I think I got off the subject of the, um, that's all right. They say, what do they say? Um, a product for everyone is a product for no one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you were talking about when you raise prices and I asked, was that scary? And you said that your husband was a finance guy. So mm-hmm. tell me like, before you raise prices, were you shooting like all inclusive, just a flat fee and here are your digitals? Like, how were you, what, how was your pricing structured before? And did that change? Yes. Well, my pricing structure really didn't change. I still give the digitals, but it was a lot lower. Like I was, I was not reaching my ideal client Mm -hmm. through the prices that I was charging. Okay. I started off shooting my first newborn session was like $350. And so were you offering any products at that point? I was not. And that's something that I'm still trying to work on. Okay. So when you raised your prices, was there a lull for a little while? Somewhat. Yes, I would say so. And then I would have, some people would kind of ghost me and then I would have other people come back and say, well, that's a little bit too much. Maybe we'll book another time. And I also have a a studio. So I do kind of reach people through that too. And I'm able to charge just a little bit less because I don't have to go out and travel because I'm, I mean, whenever I travel, I'm traveling 30 minutes and with a studio session, you can do it a little bit shorter in length than an in-home session. So there are differences in my packages. I I did get kind of a lull for a little while, but then it, it, it picked back up. And when it picked back up was whenever I really started getting those clients 
that came to me dressed like how I wanted my brand to reflect. Mm-hmm. And I felt like whenever I was able to start sharing their images, that's when it really started gaining ground. So tell me, what do you think that you have done or in your market, what do you believe has set you apart from maybe the competition and attributes to like the success that you have now? Well, I think part of it is my studio. We live in a rural area. And so my studio is just basically surrounded by trees and woods. Mm -hmm. Um, And which you can't get that living in the city or if you have a commercial studio in a commercial area. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's nice. It's very peaceful. And the lighting is always consistent. And I shoot film. So it's very important for me to have consistent light. Mm -hmm. Now I do shoot film at other people, like in homes and whatnot. I just have to make sure that I remember to bring a flash and that's been a learning curve, but that has been so helpful because I basically never, I never reschedule a session. So if it rains out, I I mean, I've shot sessions when it's raining outside and it still looks like daytime. Like it still looks sunny and bright. Tell me a little about your client experience. Are you using 17 hats? I use HoneyBook. HoneyBook. Okay. I've so- researched 17 hats, but I've used HoneyBook since 2019. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be honest, I'm scared to switch everything over because I've worked so much on getting all of my templates and brochures and things made. And I, I know there are pros and cons to each, mm-hmm. but, and I think it's basically what you get to know, but that helped tremendously when I went to using HoneyBook, it helped keep everything in order for me. And I do basically everything through it with my clients. Have you incorporated any kind of sales session or you said you're, you haven't really incorporated product yet. Is that what you said? No, I moved over to pick time from shoot proof this year, Uh which that made a huge difference too in my print sales. And I just do the print sales off of um, pick time right now. So do you have any sort of, what do they call it inside of pick time? Their marketing setup that encourages them to buy within so many days or anything like that? You do have that? Yes, I do. I do that. Uh, it's like an early bird special. I do that for every new gallery that I do. And I, I typically will make sales in those first few weeks. Do your galleries expire? They do not. Okay. They do not. So, I don't expire. That's they're always, I have unlimited. And so I just, I, and I understand that things happen. And so I just make them available for them at all times. Right. So that early bird marketing kind of gives them the incentive to go ahead and place an order then. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. And I did buy some sample albums from, is it indie? Yeah. Yeah. I I bought some, and that's something that's kind of my goal this year is to try to work on print sales Mm -hmm. with that, because I see just beautiful beautiful albums. I love the matted ones. 
I'm trying to work out and I've been reading some on the group on how to kind of how to approach that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Indy, shameless plug, is a pick time lab partner. So if you chose us, you could use their album because you doesn't it populate pick time populates and just a basic album inside of their um, software. So you could start there. And I think Jenny and Allison also, they do sometimes go ahead and pre-design an album and include it in their, their gallery. Oh, I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah. You just, uh, I think you just upload the spreads as an image and so they could see, but I think unless you just wanted to design it, I think that pick time will auto-populate from the images, your favorite images and create an album too. So, but yeah. And I can, I can purchase it through Indie. Yeah. So when you choose your products and you set, when you set pick time up, you know, you have to choose a lab provider for each product. So Indie's in there for fine art prints and albums. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'll have to go look through that whenever we finish, because I would love to be able to sell it that way. And, And the main reason why is because, so like right now is, you know, we're doing this during nap time. So my boys are in Mother's Day out twice a week and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which is normally whenever I do my studio sessions, Mm -hmm. I have to also figure out because the point of me, I have to think back. And I think this is one reason why I love doing motherhood was it's because the reason why I'm at home is for my, my boys. And I feel like I can really relate to my clients with that. And so I don't want to spend any more time away from them than I have to, I guess, if that makes sense. So I've been trying to figure out how can I sell these albums without spending and still spending less time away from them. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be. Yeah. And check out, I know Allison and, and Jenny probably does too, has content inside the membership about, you know, they both used to do in-person sales and Mm -hmm. now they don't do it that way any longer. They use their galleries Um, but there's a special way that they, they kind of set that up and they have images that they include in the galleries of different products and things. Mm. So definitely check that out. Yes, that would help me. And and my husband and I've talked about that and I'm like, and when it comes to the point to where I'm having to spend time away from them, then that's defeating, that's defeating the whole purpose right? of of what the goal is, is here. Right. So, and, and we've even talked about when they both go, because one starts kindergarten next year. And when they both go to kindergarten, then I'll be able to increase my time even more because I'll have five days as opposed to two days. And I do occasionally I'll shoot on a Saturday or a Sunday. I don't like to, but I will mainly Sunday afternoons because my husband is here and he can keep the boys. But that's kind of the main that that's been my holdback. Cause I, I knew I wouldn't be able to really do in-person sales. So that's really good to know, actually. I'm going to, I'm going to research that. Yeah. So while we're talking about the membership, would you mind just telling everyone some ways that it's helped you and some of your favorite parts? Oh goodness. I don't even know where to begin on that. So <laughs> I first, whenever I first got on there, I looked at the, the swaddling and the baby wrapping and that helps tremendously. Like I said, I hadn't done a lot of newborn. And so that helped the, the poses, the there's 
an area on there and it um, gives you like PDFs of these are things to say during your family session or during a newborn session. And there were examples of the images and it was in a studio and that worked wonderfully well. Um, I love the the SEO has also helped on writing blog posts. I feel like my going through and just being aware of what's on your website, what your Google search is. I, I, I had no idea that all of that could affect where your placement is um, in the search bar. That has helped as well. And I even like the idea boards that come every month. Mm-hmm. Those just kind of give, I guess, like vision and different outfit selections that you may not normally think of that that can help. And I hear so many people say that you're talking, for those that don't know, you're talking about the education library, but so many people say that, and you mentioned earlier, the, just the, the Facebook group, the private community and yeah. how valuable that is just because it's so active and there's so many people willing to share advice and feedback. And have you, you said you, in the last few days, you've been pretty active there. Has that been helpful to you? It actually has. Yes, yes, it has. And I, I'm trying to even think, I've drawn a blank on like what all I've asked questions about because I feel like I've asked so many, but, and, and I enjoy seeing the images that other people are doing mm-hmm. because I feel like it's hard to see everything on Instagram. And that has really helped too, just seeing the different poses. And when I was researching swaddling, I mean, I just, typed in swaddling and that's where I found the way that I swaddle at my newborn sessions. That's where I discovered it. I mean, that has just, it it has, it's helped tremendously. And when I have any kind of question, I immediately say, Oh, I need to ask the boxes that I package my sessions in. That's where I got the company that I purchased my boxes from. And um, also my magazines that I send my planning guides. Mm-hmm. It's like, ask away and you always get a response <laughs> within hours. I mean. Oh yeah. It's crazy how, how active it is really. Yes. Oh, I know. It was the check marks. That's what I had asked about on Instagram. Oh, okay. What'd you ask? And what'd you find out? Share with well, us. Well, I asked about, is it worth paying the money for the check mark? And that thread got a lot of attention and there were mixed reviews. Some people paid for it because they wanted the, just the kind of assurance of having someone from Instagram there to help them. If something happened to their account, it got hacked into, they couldn't use it anymore. But then I noticed that the main consensus was, it was kind of, I guess, not, I don't really know the good, not offensive, but it was kind of like, we went through all these years where you, some people would have 11 K plus followers and still couldn't get the blue check mark. But now you can have a hundred followers and get it. So it was interesting. It was, it was mixed and decided so far not to, not to spend my money on it. Mm -hmm. So just kind of, kind of see how it goes because I had dropped my presence on Instagram had dropped just dramatically. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, maybe that's what it is. And so I don't know. And then I read somewhere where hashtags were changing. And so 
but since then it's gotten better. So, so tell me this. So if you had to go back to the beginning and give yourself a piece of advice, what would you say to yourself? I would say not to cheapen your work, I guess, if that makes sense, because your time is money. And if you're doing something that you're happy with, people will eventually come. I would offer discounts in the very beginning. And it seemed like every time I offered discounts or giveaways, I left disappointed. I don't do that anymore. The only time I offer a discount is on a print product. And in my opinion with that, they've already invested in me and they've already had their experience. And now I'm encouraging them to display their products or their, their images in their house, which I feel like that's, we all have that goal Mm -hmm. um, is for, to create images that they're going to print and display and look at time over time. And so I I would just say, you know, I understand you you do have to start off. I understand maybe a little bit low in the beginning, but remember also that your time is your, is money as well. And how much time are you spending on your sessions? How much time are you spending on editing? Raise your prices. When, when you start feeling disappointed at sessions, or maybe your clients aren't if they're not maybe fitting your brand, then raise your prices and just see what happens. And if, you know, it's crickets for a little while, then you can bring them back down. But I've discovered that nine out of 10 times, I don't ever have to lower my pricing anymore. And also invest in education. That has helped tremendously. Um, Just talking to people and figuring out what works and what doesn't work and getting mentored and trying something new. And then if it doesn't work, well, figure out what happened. What's, you know, ask questions. Um, but that would be the main thing that I, I, I would say to myself in the beginning is about price points and then also invest in education to help you get better and kind of understand what you're doing. That's good advice. So Jessica, before we wrap up, I'm just going to ask you my, um, my signature question. So you are, we call this episode that you're doing today, success story, but I would just like to know, like, what's your definition of success? I think my definition of success would be when you're doing something that you love and you're reaching your personal goals. So my goal was to be able to do my photography, but also be able to stay at home with my children and spend time with my children. And I feel like my work reflects that. I love what I do. I don't even like to whenever I um, talk about my, my families, the people that I photograph for, I don't even like to call them clients because I don't feel like they're, they're, I I feel like they're, they're my families. I don't want to call them my clients because I feel like that's too formal and stuffy. And so And I just, I like, I love photographing this season of my own children and I love photographing it with other people. And I always love to make sure that they're in the photos, that they're present. And that's kind of the main thing that I've wanted to be is present in my children's lives. And I feel like that's what has made me successful. I enjoy what I do. 
I love my sessions. I love my little studio. I always call it my, it's my little like happy place because the lighting always looks good. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like when you're doing something that you love, when you walk away with a smile and you don't call it work, I think that's success. Well, thank you for doing this today. I appreciate it. Tell people where they can connect with you. They can connect with me on my Instagram and it's Jessica Brown Photography. I also have a website. Do you want me to say website? Sure. Website, Facebook, Instagram. And then I also have my website is www.jessicabrownphotog.com. And then my um, Facebook is Jessica Brown Photography. That's all of the places that you can, you can find my work. And also on y'all's blog. Yeah, yeah. Had an in-home session from a precious family. That was another family that I did a milestone session um, for their, for the big sister last spring. And so I was so excited when she reached back out to do baby sister's newborn session. So that was a fun one too. Well, very cool. Well, everyone needs to check out your work because it's so beautiful. And I I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Jessica, I so appreciate you graciously sharing your story. From teaching full-time and photographing part-time on the weekends to a thriving motherhood photography business that provides for your family, but allows you the time that you need with your little ones, your business is such an inspiration and encouragement to so many of our listeners. The education and membership you heard Jessica talk about so fondly will be opening and available soon. We don't want you to miss out on an opportunity as well as the whole host of free resources that are already available to you. So simply sign up for our email list at themotherhoodanthology.com. And while you're there, download our complimentary course titled How to Market and Fill Your Calendar to get yourself started on your journey to a successful business today. Currently, you can join our free community on Facebook at the Motherhood Anthology Community. In this group, you'll find warm, open, and generous motherhood photographers to bounce ideas off of and pull knowledge from. You may also connect with us at the Motherhood Anthology on Facebook and Instagram. I love this quote by John D. Rockefeller. Don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. So from Ireland to yours, until next time, friends.